Thank you to Mattress Mac for sponsoring our podcast and our show and for believing in the message we preach here every day. If you would, if you need, you need to buy a bed, you need furniture, solid wood, American-made furniture uh, delivered today, go see Mac at Gallery Furniture. And if you don't need it anytime soon, send him a text and say, hey, thanks for supporting the Michael Berry Show podcast. 281-844-1963. Yeah, that's his number. 281-844-1963. The Michael Berry Show. could say I'm just a good old boy dipped in the batter country fried. Let's play some of the voicemails because we had we're a little overdue and, and some of them were were a lot of fun. George wants to know if Ramon can find an album for him. Yes, Michael, this is George. I would like to know if Ramon can find the album that Andy Griffith put out called All About Football. Um, I know it exists because my dad had it. All right. Thanks a lot. Let me know if you guys can find it. Bye. Ramon, see if you can find that Andy Griffith for George while we play the uh, rest of the voicemails. I mean, because I kind of like to hear it too. This next call is an interesting one. His name is King Black, and he's from Orlando, Florida. And he says, We haven't been playing his voicemails. <laughs> People have a great sense of entitlement. They want. Man, I'll leave my voicemail. I want you to play it. Yeah, this is my second, my third call. You guys haven't played mine on the air yet. I'm going to start recording the stuff I say that I call in and see, let everybody see that you guys don't play it because it sounds racial, but it's a fact. And you guys are not being fair to the ones who calling in and voicing their opinion. But what I'm going to do is start recording what I say now and, uh, let everybody on the air hear it. Hear that you guys don't play everybody's call, especially when it's not a so-called quote arable. Okay, I had Jim go back through the answering machine to find his voicemails. Because Jim is the master of the answering machine. And we only found one. We wanted to be fair to King Black. So I didn't remember this one, but here it is. Here's his original voicemail. Yes, uh, King Black from Orlando, Florida. Y'all give all the other quarterbacks excuses, and I ain't going to use color in it because you obviously know what I'm talking about. Justin Fields don't get no excuses. He didn't have nobody to train him, but everybody ready to throw him to the world. Justin Herbert is not great. Joe Burrows is not great because you go to the Super Bowl don't make you great because Cam Newton went to the Super Bowl and won an MVP and you don't call him great. So you guys need to get it together and get it right and quit giving these other quarterbacks uh, uh, lead way. As it like to me, it looked like to be honest, it looked like it's a double standard. <laughs> so if you haven't figured out, he thought he was calling a sports talk station, and he called us by mistake. That happens. There are people who just bounce around the radio and they call to be on the radio because that's that's like kind of almost like celebrity for them. It's like a drug. And they'll call in. They don't know which show they've called. They're just flipping around. You, you wouldn't believe. There's, there's some nuts out there. Ramon, were you able to find that Andy Griffith album for George? Why not? Where'd you look? You looked on him. 
Did it occur to you that perhaps George meant that he wanted to hear the bit and not have you look up where to buy the album? Did that? Okay. All right. Since we're a radio program, you people usually want audio. We're an audio medium. Oh, you found it on YouTube. Well, do you mind playing it for uh, George? All right. Here it is. Ramon says he's found it. Better not be a joke. So it's not funny. It was back last October, I believe it was. We was going to hold a tent service off at this college town. And we got there about dinner time on Saturday. And uh, different ones of us thought that we ought to get us a mouthful to eat before that we set up the tent. And so we got off of the truck and followed this little bunch of people through this small little bitty patch of woods there. And we come up on a big sign. It says, get something to eat here. And uh, I went up and got me two hot dogs and a big orange drink. And before that I could take every mouthful of that food, this whole raft of people come up around me and got me to where I couldn't eat nothing, up like, and I dropped my big orange drink. I did. Well, friends, they come in to move, and they want so much that I could do but move with them. Well, we commenced to go through all kinds of doors and gates, and I don't know what all, and I looked up over one of them, and it says North Gate. And we kept on going through there, and pretty soon we come up on a young boy, and he says, Ticket, please. And I says, Friend, I don't have a ticket. I don't even know where it is that I'm going. <laughs> I did. Well, he says, Come out as quick as you can. And I says, I'll do her. I'll turn right around the first chance I get. Well, we kept on a moving through there, and pretty soon everybody got where it was that they was a going, because they parted, and I could see pretty good. I, I, I could, and what I seen was this whole raft of people a setting on these two banks and a looking at one another across this pretty little green cow pasture. Well, they was. And somebody had tuck and drove white lines all over it and drove posties in it and I don't know what all. And I looked down there and I seen five or six convicts a running up and down and a blowing whistles. They was. And then I looked down there and I seen these pretty girls a wearing these little bitty short dresses and a dancing around. And so I sat down and thought I'd see what it was that was gonna happen. I did. And about the time I got set down good, I looked down there and I seen 30 or 40 men come running out of one end of a great big outhouse down there. <laughs> they did. And everybody where I was a setting got up and hollered. And about that time, 30 or 40 come running out of the other end of that outhouse and the other bank full, they got up and hollered. And I asked this fellow that was besetting beside of me, I says, friend, what is it that they're hollering for? Well, he whopped me on the back and he says, buddy, have a drink. <laughs> well, I says, I believe I will have another big orange. <laughs> and I got it and sat back down. And when I got down there again, I seen that them men had got in two little bitty bunches down there. <laughs> they had rail close together and they voted. They did. They voted and elected one man apiece. And them two men come out in the middle of that cow pasture and shook hands like they hadn't seen one another in a long time. 
and then a convict come over to where they was a standing, and he took out a quarter, and they commenced to odd man right there. <laughs> they did. Well, after a while, I seen what it was that there's odd man in for. It was that both bunches full of them men wanted this funny-looking little pumpkin to play with. They did, and I know, friends, that they couldn't eat it because they kicked it the whole evening and it never busted. <laughs> but uh, anyhow, what I was telling was that both bunches full wanted that thing, and one bunch got it, and it made the other bunch just as mad as they could be, and friends, I seen that evening the awfulest fight that I have ever seen in my life. I did. They would run at one another and kick one another and throw one another down and stomp on one another and grind their feet in one another and I don't know what all. And just as fast as one of them would get hurt, they'd tote him off and run another on. <laughs> well, they'd done that as long as I sat there. But pretty soon, this boy that had said, Ticket, please... He come up to me and he says, friends, you're going to have to leave because it is that you don't have a ticket. And I says, well, all right. And I got up and left. And I don't know, friends, to this day what it was that there's a doing down there, but I have studied about it. And I think that it's some kindly of a contest where they see which bunch full of them men can take that pumpkin and run from one end of that cow pasture to the other without either getting knocked down or stepping in something. Baby, this here's a stir of success. Brought up in Orange, Texas, broke-ass pole. Scholarship his way to two law degrees, including one from Her Majesty the Queen of England. Elected three or four times, a lawyer, a husband, a father, but most of all, an ignorant ass. Fasten your seatbelt. Pop your coat when you get ready for more of Mr. Michael Berry, honey. I hope you are enjoying our podcast and just know that I love to hear from you. You can email me through our website at michaelberryshow.com and I read everyone and I, I try to respond to everyone. I'm also appreciative that you support our sponsors. Our sponsor, our presenting sponsor for our podcast that makes this all happen is Gallery Furniture, Jim McInville. And you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to give you a cell phone number, 281-844-1963. Say, hey, Mac, thanks for sponsoring Michael Berry's podcast. 